Yo, 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 what is going on? This is Unbounded. Welcome again. I'm your host as always, and along with me, I got my boy Isaac. What's going on, dog? Um, I'm good. PD Williams is back on impact. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. His Canadian destroyer looks as effective as ever. Why? Because it actually works. How about that? Well, at least Canadian. somebody uses the Canadian destroyer to actually pin people. I would say a Canadian Ooh, destroyer that actually does its it. job. How about that? You know, I know we had I know we had a, a conversation we want to talk about, but I do want to bring that up. And do we really? It, come on. It, but here's right, I, I, I'm right. starting to understand what the what a lot of these veterans and I know I know a lot of people don't care for his takes, but uh in a sense, I kind of understand where Cornette's coming from now. I mean, you listen to his podcast. So I mean, every now and then I do listen to his podcast, but I understand where he's coming from when you talk about moves that are being used by everybody, and it makes the it makes it lose its luster. And one of the one of the situations I think of is uh, dives. I love I love a good dive here and there. I, I mean, that is is for the pop. We all know, but when everybody's doing it, how how special really is it if everybody's doing it? And, and, and in a more anti WWE fashion, you think of Hell in a Cell. We had what four Hell in a Cell matches in three day in three or four days: one on Friday, two on Sunday, and then one on Monday. The, the one on Sunday, the one on Friday, like uh, I watched. That's what I want to talk about. That the pay per view on Sunday because I watched that and I'm like, something is missing from this. Roman, like it wasn't that, and then it was like something it wasn't was bad though. Like I have, it wasn't bad. No, don't get me wrong. The show wasn't bad. The show was not bad. I did not hate the show. It's I was just watching it. I was watching it bored. I was bored. I was kind of watching it. I wasn't watching to laugh at it because that's not, that's part of the reason why I do watch WWE pay per views. But like, I watched it because I'm like, is this like, it felt like there was a giant gaping hole missing from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And his name was Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember, this is the first pay per view that we've seen. Roman Reigns has been at every single Thunderdome pay per view. Yeah, he wasn't advertised for SummerSlam, but he made his re- he made his return to SummerSlam, and since since that night, he's been on every single pay per view. So I understand the 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 sentiment of how yeah. Roman's absence to the show really made a. Uh, Impact. It made a difference. Now, I, 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 say, I don't think I've seen a bad Thunderdome pay-per-view. There have been some that have been meh. But I wouldn't say I haven't seen anything to the extent of the Saudi shows or December to Dismember. Yeah. That, um... There have been those some Saudi, really good ones. Those Saudi shows were always terrible. Been... Those Saudi shows were always terrible. They had like 
they were terrible, but you you had a few gems up there. Like the man, Montessori matches are always fun. Uh, the first one was probably the best one, and that was that was mid at best. What the first? The first, the first, the first Saudi show. That was a uh, greatest Ray Rumble actually. The the one Australia show they did was, was better, better. better than all the Saudi shows. I agree. Combined. Because that was um, when uh, we had Cedric versus uh, Buddy, yeah Cedric right? versus Buddy when Buddy won the title. Breaking, and I think Ronda was also on that pay per view. I think Ronda was also on that pay per view. 2018, if you really think about it, was a really solid year for wrestling in general. Yeah. Like, you had the Gargano Champa trilogy. You had, which all those matches were good. Were good. You had, um, you had all of the, you had Ronda, the year of Ronda Rousey. You know, you had Becky Lynch doing her thing. It was like a really, Kenny Omega winning the title from Okada. Uh, everything going on with Kenny, the everything going on with Bullet Club. Well, not with Bullet Club, but you know, with Kenny, the Bucks, Ibushi, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you had some pretty solid stuff. So. So anyway. um, before we, I know exactly. I know you got this question, but I, I wanted the brain to so sit right in my face. Right. So you at you you see my name, yeah, Bobby Ashley. So the reason why my name is Bobby Ashley today, it's because of the uh, the new thing that the IWC is going off about. <laughs> so Kenise Mobley is one of the newer. Uh, she's one of the. You remember? I think I posted in, in the group that they hire what three or four black women. To be on the writing team. Okay. So she's one of the uh, black women that were uh, hired. So I don't know why people are now just realizing this, but this has been a known fact for a while. Big Show even talked about this well before he left the company. That WWE hires a lot of people who don't have pro wrestling experience. Right. right. To, to one extent, I... I understand why people are mad about it. And then on the other hand, I understand why they do it. And it's a theory that I have. It's called blank slate theory. So my theory of blank slate is I kind of I kind of learned this going through band in college. You have an easier chance of molding a person when they don't have an idea of what's going on in the first place. Right. Let's say I go to a job and I have all the experience in the world and I know how things work, but I don't know how they work it, but I know about the situation. You don't know about the situation. Who do you think is going to be easier to teach? Someone with a blank slate. Right. So in a situation, this person with a blank slate on pro wrestling is going to be easier to mold into what you want for your product. Is that always the best thing possible? No. no. But I'm not the one paying bills. So I'm not going to lose sleep over that. 
So basically, this is what she says. Yes, I have been hired by WWE. Given things that you know about me in my entire life, what I'm into, yes, that's surprising. Yes, also surprised me they did not require me to know anything about wrestling, but I do have a background in film production and comedy writing. They're like perfect. Come on in. So, also, she uh, did not know Bobby Lashley's name. So this is the quote that she made about Bobby Lashley, which brings into the name. So I'm on the Monday Night Raw team, she added. So there's Monday Night Raw and Friday Night Smackdown, and the people I know there are on it are Bobby. His name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley. And I really should know that. He's like this giant black guy, and he and and he and the people who are part of his crew know what they call, or at least as of last year, they called themselves the Hurt Business. Hurt business, they wear suits and like we're cool. I mean, blank slate. I understand it. Do I wholeheartedly agree? No, but again, I understand it. I mean, the Bobby Ashley thing was kind of funny, so that's why I went ahead and did the name. But is Vince's toy? He's gonna play with it, whether the way he wants to. Because uh, who's gonna stop him? He's he's making although he's making money hand over fist, regardless of what. And this is one of the things I really kind of began to understand. WWE doesn't gauge their success the same way the internet gauges their success. When the internet wants to talk about how WWE's failing and blah, 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 they want to look at the oh-so-inaccurate Nielsen ratings. The oh-so-inaccurate Nielsen ratings, which are... uh, It's a sample size, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody who's taken uh, statistics know the difference between a population and a sample. And for those who do not know the difference between a population and a sample, a population is the entire count of people. A sample is a group of people out that were selected within the population. So that number where you see that Raw gets what? Uh, I want to say they got like a 1.8. No, they probably got like a 1.7 this week. I'm pretty sure that if you look at the entire population, you probably got more around 2.5, almost 3 million. That watched, and that doesn't even count the people who. Oh, I don't watch it. I just, I just follow it through YouTube or whatever. Or you will hear about it. I know Isaac; he only hears about it through me. I'm, I'm talking about it, and then I know there's something that I think he might like, and I may be wrong at times. I'll say, "Look, this is what's going on. You may want to check." And then he'll say, "Okay, that was cool." Or why did you make me watch that? I'm like, "My bad." And then. It's, it's so many different things that go into the ratings where it's, it's not accurate. And for people to sit here and constantly wait for Clownvarez to make his tweet every week and then the, the unnecessariness begins, it's, it's, it's a circus. It is. But... One, one, one company gets all the excuses, then the other company gets all the jokes for some people, and vice versa. Because I've seen it on both sides. I, I, I'm, I'm very impartial with that. Um, 
let's do this and then we'll get to your question. All right. What you got? So we're black. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert to anybody who didn't know. If you didn't know, I'm 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 a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> but for uh, those of you listening, wrestling. for those for those of you listening to this over audio, yeah, we're both we're both African American. A uh, black wrestling podcast uh, put out their black wrestling fifty, the BRP fifty, are in their opinion the top fifty black professional wrestlers uh, currently. Uh, right. they, I've seen names that spanned it from WWE to AEW to Impact Wrestling to uh, I saw some Ring of Honor. Uh, I do believe there were some independent guys in here as well, but we're going to look at these. Uh, we're going to look at the names. So starting at number fifty, I don't know who this guy is, but Timmy Lou Raton, uh, Renaissance Tag Champion. He's currently so it's independent guy. Number forty nine is O'Shea Edwards. Okay. Number forty eight is Naomi. Okay. Forty seven Trey Miguel. Nice. Forty six nice. Queen Aminata. Uh, she's in Game Changer. She's uh she was the game. Oh, she's current uh GCW Women's Champion. Nice. Uh, Les Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Lee, Lee Moriarty. My fault. I thought that. I don't know why I saw an S there. Yeah, Lee Moriarty. He's good. He's wrestled Warhorse a lot. Okay. Yeah, him uh, and Warhorse are good. Shout out to my boy JTG. I was watching. Uh, I'm watching a bunch of old Raw clips, and uh, it was like he, they were doing this thing with uh Shelton Benjamin and oh, the world's greatest tag team. So Charlie Haas was came over there and told told Shelton Benjamin how well told. Crown time, how they're disrespecting the black people and, and bringing back all these black uh stereotypes. And then JTG takes his hat off and starts code switching. It was just he killed it. I was like, oh snap, why did I not remember this stuff? Uh 43 Savannah Evans. 42, the all-so-fine Marty Bill. Oh, my gosh, Marty Bill. I love her. You know JTG is in NWA now, right? Yes. Uh, isn't he? He has a belt, doesn't he? I haven't made it watch, but I, I know he had a belt at one point. 41, Caden Carter. 40, number 40, Ricky. Pretty Ricky. Ricochet. Why you ugly? Wait, seriously? Yeah, he's number 40, which he's in the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. I don't know if you I heard. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Uh, number 39, uh, the newly retired ACH. Okay, that's that's pretty good. He's had a good career. Uh, 38, Ember. Yeah, he's not, he, the, he's not a – I'm on Wikipedia right now. He's not He's not a champion. Who? Uh, what's his name? Okay, he must have just – he must have recently lost it then. Well, no, because it's vacant. The NWA National Championship is vacant. Oh, well, interesting. Because uh, Chris Masters vacated it like almost a month ago. Oh, I wonder why. Hmm. Uh, number 37, uh, R-Truth. Okay. Uh, 36, Trish Adora. She's a Pan-African World Diaspora Wrestling Champion. 
Uh, thirty-five powerhouse Will Hobbs. I like I like Will Hobbs better. By the way, did your stuff? You said your AEW fit is almost done. What do you got? Oh, uh, well, I got all I got to do now is buy a uh, a light blue denim jacket. You're you're going as Orange Cast. I told you I was doing. You you told me to do it. Is it you said you were gonna get a you said you were gonna get a Hob shirt. But you told me to go as Orange Cassidy, so I said, "Bet I'll do it." So when? I already brought my when did I Orange say Cassidy first coming in Monday. When did I say this? On the last episode. Sorry, it's, because, to... it's because I, it's because I said, "Say I won't." It, no, matter of fact, it was Breon because I was like, "Say I won't go as Orange Cassidy." Okay, because I know I, I didn't say that. that. That sounds like something Breon would say. So Bre- Breon egged me on, so I'm going as Orange Cassidy. Okay. Uh, number thirty-four, Nyla Rose. Uh, thirty-three, Jay Lethal. Yeah, he should he should be a little higher on that. Well, it depends on who the rest of them are, but he should be a little well, higher on there. Let's continue. Thirty-two, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thirty-one, I... Calvin Tankman. Yeah, Tank's good. Yeah, He's I've good. seen. I've seen. Actually, watch. I I finally. Got to see him wrestle, so he's good. He's he, he competed in blood. He competed in blood sport uh, a couple of blood sports ago. He was in there. He's good. He's good. Number he thirty, won. Shane Taylor. Yeah, Ring of Honor, Ring of yeah. Honor staple, six man tag champion. Yep, former uh, Ring of Honor uh, te- world television champion. Wasn't is he? Uh, didn't he win the pure champ title at one point? That's Jonathan Gresham. I knew it was a, he'll be he'll be here in a second. He's got to be on that list. He's got to be. He's got twenty nine. Wesley. Okay, that's fair. Uh, twenty eight. My boy Swerve Isaiah Swerve Scott. You mean uh? You mean uh? Shane Strickland? No, it's Killshot. Oh right. <laughs> uh, number twenty seven. Tasha Steeles. Okay. Uh, number twenty six. Willie Mack. Night Mac Mac is good. Uh, moving on to twenty five, Scorpio Sky, a guy that I really feel like should be a singles guy, but I'm not. I'm not mad at the tag team he's in. I, Jay, I, Lethal, Jay Lethal should be higher. I yeah. really think Jay, Jay Lethal. No offense to Scorpio, but I think Jay Lethal should be higher than that. I mean, I, I really wonder what they base this on. Because a lot of the guys in this on this list already have uh, accolades with titles, and uh, so yeah. far Scorpio Sky is the first one I've seen without a title, without any uh, championships. Or, uh, but he is the well, he is part of the first ever uh, tag team champions in eight. But yeah, that wasn't. This is based on uh, twenty twenty. Oh, uh, that's fair. So by the time he, by the time they lost those belts, he kind of it wouldn't matter. Uh. Number 24, Big Swole. Okay. She's the current uh Phoenix of Rise champion, actually. She's had that thing for a long time. Mostly Since, because uh, Rise October 2019. Yeah, mostly because Rise can't do anything right now. Okay. You know, but 23, uh Kiera Hogan. Nice. 22. Wait. Wait. Myra, huh? Nah, it's yeah, no, nah, it's cool. Continue. Uh Myron Reed. Okay. Uh, twenty one. Leon Ruff, a little high. No, no, that, yeah, that's uh, way high too high. I would, I mean, he, I think high. he deserves this spot on this list, but how, I would switch him. Not above Jay Lethal. I would switch him in Lethal. Not above Jay Lethal. 
20, Keith Lee. Okay, uh, well, big dog. Yeah. Hope everything's good with him. Uh, 19, Xavier Woods. I'm low-key upset about that now. Why oh, is Le- Leon Ruff is higher than Jay Lethal? Yeah. And that- then 18 is Red Velvet. Some of these people are way too high. I, yeah, I like them, but they're Velvet way too high. Me too. So definitely Vel- Red Velvet and uh and Leon is a little high up there for me. Now, uh, uh, for those listening or and or watching, that's not a knock on them because no, because I, I, like I agree. Them. I think I don't think they're, I've read anybody on this list that does not deserve their name to be yes, recognized on this list. Exactly. It's, it's just that Jay the, Lethal, the placement. It's just think about what Jay Lethal has done in his career. Four multiple time X division champion. Now, what has he done this year? Because I, I know I, I, do okay, I, I know. Well, he year. he what last year in twenty twenty he was one half of the tag champs with Jonathan Gresham. Uh, all right, so there th- th- there is our which is fair. and to be fair, what's his name? Leon Ruff. I guess Leon Ruff did. He was a twenty five day uh, American champion. champion that nobody saw coming. Right, it, that which works, but Red Velvet, come on. Yeah, I, I don't see aside from if, that. I mean, I, if we want to leave Leon there, we could have switched Jay Lethal and Red Velvet. Can you have can you call that a banger that what? she had with that him and her and Cody had with Jade and Check? It's I wouldn't say banger, but it was fun. I would say it was fun. No, I thought it was fun too, but I'm just saying, like, it's a little, it's a little hot. Still, point is, it's a little hot. Yeah. Anyway, what else? What does she got? All right, so number 17, Cedric Alexander. Fair. Number Fair. 16, well, considering, the year, considering the year he had, it's a little high, but consider I'm please wait. I'm encapsulating their entire career or what I know about them. Yeah. Cedric is good in that spot. Jay Lethal should be higher. Leon, well, you know, we, we've been through that. I'm realizing all the AEW guys, all the AEW guys and girls on this list outside of Nyla. Just have their name there. Like, there's no titles. There's no championships. Because Jay Cargill is number 16. Why I'm a big fan of. I mean, yeah, I'm a fan too, but... Uh, again, I, 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 need, I need to know what the criteria yeah. is when they're ranking these people. Yeah, because this Cause it's not a bad list. It's, just, it's not a bad list. It's just some of it's a little too high. Wait, what? 15 is Ricky Starks. He's black. No, I, I didn't realize it at first, but yeah, he's black. Does he have a logic thing going? What you mean? Like where? No, like because he's not. He's not walking around saying, "You guys, you know, I, I'm mixed, right?" I know. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, is he like he? He's he's black, but like light. Is he got the Drake thing going? Uh, is it more of a Drake thing? I would say more of a J Cole thing. All right. Very well. Very well. Very well. Uh, his hair, 14, but his hair though, his hair is like that. Must be from the, his other half, because that, cause that, it might be. I mean, usually mixed people. I'm not hating, mind you. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying it's like oh, it's just a lot of mixed people do have hair uh, that their texture and their hair is pretty similar to that. Because I know right. quite a few. I mean, I got relatives and everything like that too. So it, it's it's not it's not it's not a thing new. That's fair. Uh, number fourteen, Angelo Dawkins. 
Dang, they went a whole year as champion. Well, yeah, no, almost a, almost a whole year as at, with with the championship. Uh, number thirteen, uh, AJ Gray, uh, definitely yeah. the strongest, uh, probably the best lariat I've seen out of uh modern pro wrestling. How much do you know about Ruckus? Who? Never mind. Never mind. No. Uh, number twelve, Jonathan Gresham. That's your, way uh, too low. Champion. Who? Whoever is eleven through ten better be strong. Well, eleven is Leo Rush. I would definitely put him over Leo. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan had a banger year. He they he resurrected. Well, he didn't resurrect it. Ring of Honor resurrected the pure championship, and he's the first guy to have it. I think he still has it. Like. I mean something. I just they just put the top ten out. Where is the top ten? What was I looking for? Oh, Um, here it is. Here it is. Um. So number ten, Apollo. Based on this year, and the Continental Champion and United States Champion, he sold both titles within this uh within this time period. All right. He was Jonathan ranked, he, Jonathan, oh, he, he was ranked twenty two last year. Jumped all the way to ten. That's how that's how big his year was. This year. And I saw a lot of people. Uh, WWE put out a post uh, on Twitter saying who is the breakout superstar of this year. And I I think if it's not Bianca, it's Apollo. Jonathan Gresham is still Ring of Honor Pure Champion at three hundred five days. Good point. Uh, number nine, Kofi. Fair. He dropped fair. from number one last year. Number eight, Rich Swan. Yeah, Swan. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, number seven, uh, MVP. What? What? That's, that's a jump, bro. He was twenty-eight last year. Why is he that high? Because I think a lot of what he's there because of what he's done. MVP throughout this whole WWE pandemic era, MVP has been the no pun intended MVP of WWE. Think about everything MVP has done. Not even just with Hurt Business. Look who the Hurt Business has affected around him. We just talked about how Apollo had one of the greatest years of his entire no. Not one of the greatest year in his ever in all his WWE time. What he's doing right now is exponentially better than what he was doing in NXT. Nobody can debate me on that because he was doing nothing in NXT but having semi pointless matches, and the only feud he had, he lost to Baron Corbin. So again, the the kickstart to Apollo's run. Started with his feud with Bobby Lashley. And who was behind all that? P. So I agree here. I, I look, I am 100% for giving MVP his powers. MVP has okay. been, if, if MVP was not, did not sign that contract with WWE, I do not believe we'd have this run of black people being champions as long as we had it. We have we have gone since March of 2020 
was at least one. Right. And that started with the Street Profits. And we're going to go at least into SummerSlam. Yeah. Because not only that, we already make a history of money in the bank. When was the last time you seen in WWE that there were two black men wrestling for the world for the WWE championship? Wait, a money in the bank? Who's wrestling for it? Kofi and and Lashley. They've been building this for a few for a few. No, years. I know. It's just all right. But when when have you ever seen that happen? Don't hurt yourself, it hasn't. <laughs> so I I've been I've been wanting this representation for years. I remember going on uh an individual that blocked me a few years ago and he asked, What do you what is one thing you want for WWE to do better? I was like, representation. If we get representation, I feel like you'll I would be I'll be semi-satisfied. Yeah, there's things I don't I don't like about what's going on in WWE. But the fact that we're getting the representation that we've seen TNA slash impact do for years. I was about to bring I was literally about to bring that up. No, you, you don't have to. I was only gonna do yeah, it. Exactly. If TNA slash impact has been doing this. They made truth is a two-time NWA world heavyweight champion. You're beating me by TNA. you're beating me by like half a second here, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, but he's right. Truth right. is a two-time. I think we forget that he is a two-time NWA world champion. The only recognized, unless I'm incorrect, I haven't seen any other. Any there, other. Was, there was one in the 60s, but that was the 60s. So. I, I, I don't think that was. I think it was Bobo, right? Yeah, in the Bobo 60s. Real, but I, I didn't see. I don't know if that's recognized. Yeah, because it was in the 60s. So there we have it. So I mean, if you let, let, let's just go ahead and give Bobo Brazil his flowers. So, yeah. in in this case, he's the second, and there hasn't been anybody else do it since Truth. By the time Lashley got there, it was the Impact, Impact uh, Championship. Or was it no, no well, it was the TNA. It was the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. So there you go, and he won that multiple times. Yes, and we yeah, see that. how they've had yep. the Jay Lethal's in there. Well, Jay Lethal never became world champion. But but I see but, but yeah, multiple time have, But you saw them in prominent roles. Yeah. I'm not the type of person that says every single black person needs to win the world heavyweight championship. Well, like I said, you had him, you had Kenny on. King. Yeah, Kenny King. Yeah, low key multiple time X Division champion. I keep forgetting low key's black, bro. <laughs> I'm come on. Bro. No, I'm sorry. I I it, it like Low key, multiple times. Low key, first ever. I think people forget this. Low key is the first ever Ring of Honor world champion. Did you know that? So Ring of Honor has been doing it. The first ever. You're you're starting. You're just starting a company, and the first guy you put the belt on is the black man. So yes, we understand that WWE is behind the eight ball. And then on top of that, better late than never. On top of that, the long speaking of Ring of Honor, the longest the person with the longest combined reigns in Ring of Honor as Ring of Honor World Champion, Jay Lethal. There you go. So, like I said, I mean, we we understand the WWE's late to the party. That's fine. Like way I, late I, I'd, ra- party. I'd rather you be late than never. 
Right. The fact the fact that WWE is now getting to this late, but I appreciate the fact that you didn't say, well, we didn't get to it now. We're not going to do it anytime soon. Right. Although and now you see people... now you see that the representation goes we through all three brands. Yeah. Although some yeah. people would uh would would know when they see what happens to Naomi, they think otherwise. You can't tell me. I mean, they right. do. They do. Didn't they just? But she just got the win back. Oh, you're Monday. right. You're right. No, you're right. People Again, overreact you so right. much. You are right. But I'm they, saying. They, they I'm saying. I'm saying. As far as prominence goes, people say like, oh, like, you know, they'll see Naomi. They'll see like, yeah, all these people have been champion before, and then they'll see. You know, they'll see Bobby Lashley's world champion, but then they'll see Naomi, you know, lose in a way she shouldn't. WWE so racist that they waited to fire Velveteen Dream. They waited yeah. a whole year yeah, to fire Velveteen Dream, but they're so racist. That was wild. I mean, I'm not calling them racist. I call, I didn't call them racist, there, there but I, I called them issues. wrong. I called them wrong. Like, they should have fired them a long time ago because they knew what was up. I, I, I still have questions about the whole situation. Yeah. But that's neither here or there. Let's move back to number six. Yeah, six. Number six, Montez. Fair. This is as of 2020, based on what you've done in 2020, right? Uh, The dashing Chris Bay. Yeah. 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 It it goes back to what they've done and how. I'm sure I think this is in terms of workers. Because it was. That's weird. That'd be even even more of a controversial topic because everyone's. Opinion on who's a good wrestler is very varied because I know that you're a big carrying the cross fan, Killer Cross, and I've seen a lot of takes within the last month about people that yeah. don't really care for his work, which is why I do believe that he will be better received with the bigger I, group because he reminds me of a bit of a Randy Orton in his work. I watched that video of him coming out in main event, and people say, Oh. You took away his Adam Cole. They said, and no, what's the name? Kazim, whatever his name is, said freaking Adam Cole. Was, I guess Adam Cole was right. I said, I mean. They didn't watch him at Impact. Exactly. I literally was at your house watching him at Impact. So I know. He literally did. He the did same about. thing he did. The entrance he had a main event is exactly what he would do on Impact. The NXT is the only ones that give him interest like that. The only ones, and guess what? That did. Guess what? Him coming out like that at Impact didn't do. Lessen how dangerous he is and how great of a worker he is. Right. And obviously, these people don't want. And obviously, these people don't watch Bloodsport. They obviously don't watch Bloodsport either. No. Or they didn't do what I did and watch every single video on his YouTube channel. Fans overreact to simple things. And then they create these biases in their head, and this is where this is why we're in the situation that we're in. Yeah, it never That's, fails. By the way, I did actually do that. I actually watched every single video on his YouTube channel. You're a fan. You're you're like a you're like what his like when his, you're on his council. Or I mean, whatever, or whatever he offered your spot at. <laughs> I mean, hang on, hang on. Let me find it. I mean, you're not wrong. You don't have to say it out loud. You're not. <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, it's not like it's not like I went to New York and 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 got met met the guy. You did. <laughs> you have a whole picture with him. Yeah. Uh, number four, Big E, Lank Stunt. Yeah, yeah. It's a good yes, spot. If you see this Big E, I have my th- my hand is straight 
to the point where it's bent. Uh, number three, Bianca Belair. Fair. Very good. Number two, Bobby Lashley. Sasha's number one, isn't she? Yes. Hey, bro. Sasha, Sasha killed it last year, bro. Wait, go through the top five again. Top five. Five was Chris Bay. Okay. I didn't say that. that I did skip over Chris Bay. So okay. five was Chris Bay. Four, okay. Big E. Okay. Three, Bianca. Okay. Two, Lashley. Okay. And then one, B, and one Sasha. All right, very well. I think I think Jay. All right, so problems with this list? Not a bad list. Jay should be higher. Gresham should be higher. Those are the only issues I have with this list. Other than that, it's a good list. All right, you had a question. I, had two I know you listen to the uh, the what culture folk. Yes, I'm more of a ha- I'm more of a Hamlet guy than a Sidgwick guy. Although I do some of Sidgwick's takes on AEW are very very interesting, and then you know some of his predictions are very good. And when I watch AEW, I'm like, oh yeah, like hey, Sidgwick called that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm more of a culture guy. I, I I know you told me. So, <laughs> um, so um, speaking of AEW, I want to talk to you about our trip after the show um so one of the they did a podcast today where they were asking questions where fan twitter fans got to ask questions to uh hamlet and wilborn so one of the questions they asked was um one of the questions they asked was what has been your favorite match of 2000 of 2021 and uh i wanted to ask pose that to you what has been your favorite match my favorite match is 2021. In any promotion. Ooh, this is tough, bro. I already know mine. Sorry. You, you, you talk about yours because I got to think. Mine, I have a couple. But uh, like Dax Harwood versus Jungle Boy was good on AEW. That one was good. Dax might be the best wrestler that we're in, bro. I don't know. That was good. Um, I liked... I did like the triple threat at Mania. I did like that with Roman, Edge, and Brian. Um, I watched. What did I? I watched a match last week, that was really good, and I want to make sure I don't butcher the names who were in it, because it was really good. It was good. It was uh, Utami Hayashishida versus Shuri in uh, Stardom for the Star- World of Stardom Championship. Uh, a lot of podcasts are calling that match of the year. Um, it it was it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, so far my favorite match of the year is Josh Alexander versus TJP, and one hour Iron Man match I knew for you, the X Division Championship. So what? I knew you were bring it up. I. It was good. It was, I mean, yeah. I haven't seen anything better than that because it was strictly like Impact took. I don't know why people keep sleeping on Impact. Like they don't have great matches. And this was one of them. Now it's probably not going to get a five star rating from Dave. It should. Which I don't like, care about his which, ratings. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But you know yeah. what I mean. You know I what I mean? I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me and the fact that I just don't understand why people wait for a guy to make his opinion about a wrestling match to gauge what how they feel about a match. I was like, so here's in, the thing. In the words well, he, of my old cohort, James, that's one man's opinion. 
Here's the well, here's the thing about that, because I've I've looked at that list of all the matches that he's rated at least five stars, and I've watched some of them, and some of them are pretty good because some of them are from the Japan, all Japan in the 90s when you had the four pillars of Japanese wrestling and going like full throttle. And I know, but I'm saying like the mat the style was that, but I'm saying some of those matches were really good. And this one, I guess that's my thing with him is like when you kind of establish your style that you like, it's going to really gauge how you judge a match. So when you when you put those elements into the match, it's going to make you more. It's gonna it's gonna make it more easier to for you to give it a higher ranking. Because, because if you look at some of the matches that should be talked about as the greatest matches of all time, there are some matches up there that aren't going to be four stars on his on his ratings list. Well, I really wonder would he would he rated Rock versus Austin, not Austin, uh, Rock versus uh, Hogan. Hmm. Uh, I know what's his name. I know Mitsuhiro Masawa has the most with twenty five. Five star matches. Kenny's up there, isn't he? Well, we talked about this. Kenny has like eight. He's like second, right? <laughs> no, no, he's not even that high. Kabashi oh. is second. We talked about this. He'll get there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll make, I'm making a prediction right now. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page at double well, no, at all out. That's gonna going be, to I'm, be a five star match. No, it is. It so is probably it's, six. No, even without. No, let's forgive Dave for a second. That match alone on story and build and all that good stuff is probably going to get five stars. It's going to be great anyway. It's going to be that great anyway. As long as the story is good, man, give me a good story. That's all That's all I ask for. Um. So what was this? So, yeah, Josh, Impact said they took Josh Alexander. They took two guys and Josh Alexander and TJP, which you know how good TJP is. You know, you took him and said, here, go out here, have a one-hour banger. Have Put him in there for an, a 60-minute Ironman match, and they went in there, and that's exactly what he did. All right, so here's the list. Masawa has 25. By the way, that's he has 25, and he, he passed away, unfortunately, in 2009, so he couldn't go higher than that. He is 25. Kenta Kabashi has 23. Toshiaki Kawada and Kazuchika Okada are tied at 21 for a third. Kenny Omega has 17. He's fifth with 17. Okay. Kotobushi is tied at ninth with 13. Tanahashi has 14. Osprey has 16. Right behind Kenny Omega. Osprey's had some beggars. So, anyway, what about you? What what about you? What's your uh, Walter versus Champa? That was really and good. the deliver. That was good. Uh, another one, Cesaro versus Roman Reigns at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Horrible name, amazing match. Uh, it was one in AEW that I really enjoyed too. I said mine from AEW was Dax and uh, Hey Man Page versus uh, uh 
Cage. That, that's probably the best Brian Cage double or nothing. on Double or Nothing. Wait, yeah. you didn't like Cage versus Elgin at Slammiversary in 2018? I I did, but I still I still gotta go with Paige and Cage. They killed, they killed it, man. I, I, I still feel like that was the best match of that card. They can't they came they came out on they came out swinging, boy. They did. All right. Um, uh, and then the other question was what is the biggest wrestling pop you've ever experienced? Uh live and in person. Uh you go you go first. This, this is gonna sound crazy. And Breon, Bre- if Breon was here, he could, uh, he could vouch. It was at a house show. Okay. AJ Styles was John Cena in a Extreme Rules match on a Monday night, the last house show before WrestleMania 35. Hmm. We missed Raw to watch Matt Down's house show. Amazing night. Got to see Oscar for the first time too. Nice. Um, on TV, I'm gonna have to say Daniel Bryan turning on the Wyatt family in that cage match. I wow, I forget he did join them for a little bit. Hmm. Well, because he had to. But yeah, that's me. Uh me. TV, um, when The Undertaker returned. So it was when The Undertaker returned at, uh, what was it? When he returned uh, after, before SummerSlam 2015, when he returned like low blow Brock and then choke slammed him. Oh. You know, like when Brock was facing Seth. Okay. Brock, I know, I know Seth, exactly now. Seth had won the title from Brock at a uh, at uh, wasn't that SummerSlam? No, he fit Brock in. No, that and, was uh, a build to SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, but it was like it was the pay per view before SummerSlam. Yep, I know someone now. That uh, Brock had a uh, Brock and um that Brock and had uh, faced Seth, and then in the main event, Taker uh surprise him and I'm watching it at my buddy's house and it happens and I and I see it and I like I hear the dog I hear the the bell I'm like and I'm like freeze then it happens again and I like jump back like the TV like tried to tried to fall on top of me after the second one and then I show up and I lost my mind to be fair I had been drinking a little bit but still Man, that's that's one person I wish I would have been able to see in action. Um, Maybe if I was going to wrestling shows before I started in 2012. Um, then in person, gotta be watching Okada beat Jay in the garden. Like in that match, there was not a soul in the garden, which was sold out, by the way. There was not a soul in that building that wanted jay to win that match everybody wanted okada to w- walk away with that belt and when he did the whole place just erupted it was brilliant absolutely brilliant second to that is probably when gable beat uh beat andrade 
in that uh, in Gable beat Andrade. Oh, the last uh, SmackDown we went to. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, really I just forget we've seen Andrade. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, that also it wasn't a pop; it was an anti-pop. But I do remember the crowd was like, like latched onto it. Matt Taven winning the world championship, uh, winning the Ring of Honor World Championship in a ladder match between him, Jay Lethal, and Marty Skrull. Everybody wanted Marty to win because we thought he was due, and Matt Taven did it, and he had the entire garden in the ball of his hand like a true master at work. It was really good. Oh, remember the times when people like Marty Scroll? Yeah, weird. But yeah, so yeah, those are mine. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, I should probably keep in mind I have to be at work at 5 in the morning, which is going to suck. Yeah. So, off the wrestling now. So, I wanted to bring this up. This is like the biggest thing I really want to talk about because if you see the title of the uh, episode today, it's called Representation. Yeah. So, Monique, uh, a few, what, what, yeah, last month actually, uh, she put a video out on Instagram basically saying that she wanted women to stop wearing bonnets, slippers, and pajamas to airports and other public spaces. Uh, I mean, she's she's right. It looks so. She is some some quotes from her. It took me a minute to say what I uh, what I'm getting ready to say because I want to make sure I'm not saying this from a place of judgment and that I'm saying it from a place of love. Some of y'all have given the title of me uh, of auntie, and I'm honored to do that. But there are times where auntie has to talk to y'all babies and say some real stuff. So she goes and says that uh that she wants young sisters. This, she saw young sisters wearing head bonnets, scarves, slippers, and pajamas, and blankets wrapped around them at airports. I've been seeing it, and not just at the airport. I've been seeing it at the store and the mall. And she added, uh, "When did when do we lose our pride in representing ourselves? When did we slip away?" So that that's the question I really wanted to get to. When did we lose pride in representing ourselves? And so, Monique is focusing on women and wearing bonnets and stuff like that. I am a man, so I'm going to shift it a little bit. Do-rags. Do-rags. <laughs> you are already on it. Do-rags. And so I, I've seen it. I mean, I mean and do-rags, I mean, you've seen dudes wearing bonnets now. Um, I, I'm getting ready to buy myself a little hair wrap, but it's a hair wrap, so it's not like I'm wearing a bonnet. I'm going to if I need to use it, I'm gonna tie it up nicely. But usually, when you see me out, I have my hair up in the ponytail, one lock down to the side like that, and got a little braid bead on it, and I'm out, I'm out of the way. But I've gotten to the point now where I feel like I need to look like somebody when I walk outside the house. Right. Because I have personal, yeah, pride. Personal pride in myself, saying that look, I'm not just some regular Joe Blow down the block. I'm it. People actually know me more now. I I got kids that walk around, and they, I I've been minding my business, and I've had kids that I've known see me. You think I'm gonna just walk around a house, walk out, walk outside in some pajamas and a and a do rag? 
what 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 is that? Could you imagine seeing one of your teachers from elementary, middle, or high school looking a hoot in, inside a 7-Eleven or inside a Walmart or something like that? Looking a what? <laughs> looking a hoot. Uh, well, who are you, Russell Wilson, saying that was a hoot? <laughs> But you get just my point, right? A, just say yes. Just say look at a mess, bro. I, I know. I, but I had, I, had to, I, had to, I had to make my point. He said look at a hoot. I've never heard anybody under under 90 say that. First of all, how many people over 90 do you know? Put it this way. I've <laughs> never heard anyone under 60 say okay, that okay, was a hoot. That's better. But hi, I'm it, and I use looking a hoot. I'm 27. He said oh. Uh, doesn't know my age heard that. They can do that. He said a who? Uh, <laughs> so I was at church Tuesday, right? And my uncle made a very, very good uh, point with this. So back then, you saw a lot more of black people. Do you do you think you saw a lot of black people walking around with do rags and? Bonnets and scarves and pajamas walking to the store. If you if you could sit there and imagine the 1940s and 50s and 60s, do, do you do you imagine yourself seeing that with black people walking in the store, just walking around doing whatever? No. Why? Well, I mean, we to, well, I mean, because it was the 40s and 50s. I don't think a lot of people could go. A lot of black people could go in the stores. Well. Walking, just walking out in the public, because yes, you can walk out in the public, or let's just say they're walking around Black Wall Street. Okay, whatever right. Black Wall Street you want to walk around. If you were to take a field trip in the time machine to Black Wall Street while it's built, whether it's built before the massacre or after the massacre, do you think you see any of the situation that we're talking about right now? No. Why? Pride. Where did they go? No idea. This is this this is what he was saying. That then you had to look like something. Now that we've gotten all these freedoms, and I mean, some it's still things you have to fight for, but that's that's another story for another time. By the now way, I, I don't mean to cut like you off. I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, Jazz is back on Impact, uh, not as a wrestler, but she's Jordan Grace is turning heel. Oh, and Rachel Ellerling is there. I think that's. Oh, you know? I heard that she's getting ready to turn on Rachel. Yeah, yeah. That that's where we're at right now. Okay. So she's probably going to try to talk some sense into Jazz. Yeah. Oh okay. no, Jazz. Yeah, Jazz and Jordan. Or Jazz is going to try to talk some sense into Jordan. My fault. Yeah, whichever way it goes. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's going to work. It's going to work though. It's probably going to build to a match of Slam anniversary. Yeah, she's going to assignment for that. Either uh, Jordan versus Jazz or Jordan versus Rachel. Either or, yeah. I, I'm for it. Yeah. Um, but he he made he made that point, and it was like it makes a lot of sense now because now because the big thing now is everybody's feeling like they're being empowered by doing what they want to do. And you see, I, I've seen people say that uh, the reason why women so strong now is like no, women have been strong. Yeah, they've women have been strong since day one. Women have been strong since they could push other humans out of their bodies. My point. Women have been strong since. I don't, think you can get, I don't think you can get better than that. I know you can't, but I, you I, can't I, I, I'll still use that. this example of Esther. 
Yeah, that too. Ooh, Joan of Arc. So many different individuals, so many different women, and to try to sit here and act like y'all just got strong now is, in my personal opinion, spinning on the buku amounts of strong women that have come before you. Like Joan of Arc. Like Esther. Like Rosa Parks. Like Harriet Tubman. I can't think anymore either, so don't try. No, I was about to. I was about. No, I was about to give one off. I was about to give one off the wall, like uh, just, just like AOC. Who? Like AOC. I have my personal. Uh, okay. Okay. Issue. Fine. Uh, uh, Michelle Obama. But she's more current, though. You. I was thinking. I okay. was thinking historically. Okay. Uh, 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 Cleopatra. Sure. <laughs> he said sure. <laughs> sure, but that—that's just something I feel like that we've kind of gotten away from, and yeah. I understand that people are going to take offense to that because we take offense to everything nowadays. Like, like let's keep let's call a spade a spade. Anything like she. she she said that, and I, I truly believe she came from a place of love. Because I, I thought the same thing. Yeah, I mean, no, because based I on the stuff, she's like, right. Like, you go, if you go walk in here with me, you gotta take that do rag off your head. You got a nice, you got a nice little, you got your hair braided up, looking good. Why are you walking around here, help hiding that away? Go in here and look like somebody. You never know who you are gonna see in there. So I mean, and, right. and I guess that's just my morale when I go not for myself because again now that I am more I know more people within the area networking is a thing no, you never know who's going to see me from this even though we don't have too many like right now we're starting off small but you never know who you want to see as we continue to grow like oh snap you're that guy from the unbonded po- bo- podcast and i'm walking out here in a ripped up t-shirt and my dragon ball z pajamas or even worse i'm walking around with my pants h- hanging under my butt how, so, how did how did that dude saying in that song by earth gang and all our little boys walking around with their pants hanging down to the ground So it's just one of those things where I feel like representation is more than what we are putting, looking at, because we have to be the representation as well. We- and it's not, and, and I know a lot of people, are, when I say that, they're going to, they're going to automatically go to respectability politics. Can we, can we talk about that right quick? What? Representation. So it's pride month. Mm-hmm. Right, it's Pride Month. Have you heard the story? I don't know if you've seen the video. Have you seen anything related to a twelve-year-old uh, black kid being, uh, how should I put this, abused for being gay by his, by his uh, family members? Have you seen this or anything no. related to? It? You haven't. Abuse period is horrible. All right. So I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you this. I mean, because 
it was I couldn't watch it because um I don't like I don't like abuse. Uh, that and then um so the problem was the so the conversation of that came up was of um pride that in the in the black community you know what i mean like how people of color react to this in the in the gay community so in the in in their community and it's frustrating what's weird about it is that there's this over to me the way somebody put it is like is heteronormativity which is denoting or relating to a worldview that promotes heterosexuality as the normal or preferred sexual orientation. So, as you know, I am asexual. Oh, by the way, the opposite of this, another way this means is uh, the opposite of that is called, uh, is by contrast, the word queer, which, as you know, back in the day was kind of looked at as kind of a, a bottom term to refer to somebody yeah. in that community. So, fun fact: here's something that a dear friend of mine exposed to me because I was not too sure. I well, I didn't find out, but I was like, as you know, I'm asexual. So the ter- that term means that well, you know what it means. I don't yeah. have to go into what it means. But being asexual, that means that technically anything that is not hetero is looked at as what? As queer. So it's we need we need to change how we look at this. It is a I had a conversation with my dad. I was like, there's no reason. It is insult. It is insane how we can't get old, why we can't let people be who they are. No matter how old they are. And then you can't say, oh, it's television. Because it's not always television. It's not always, you know, liberal liberal ideas. That sometimes it's just human. You know, my thing. I, and I, I agree. What my thing is, there is a thing where you can be able to let people be who they are, but not 100% agree. And this is something that I was listening to. Uh, I forget who the podcast was. They were talking to uh, Angela Stanton King, who has been in the uh, who has been known for a lot of situations going on. She had a big uh big thing with her uh with her son now daughter. And she was actually brought on by the host of that show who is a transgender woman who they are they are close. They they've been close for years. And she understood what once she was able to she got her platform to actually talk about what was going on. It made more sense of why she was like that, and I know people saw the disres- the disrespect that came off to her daughter or her son, whichever way you want to look at it. But 
what was not talked about was the fact that the child was outright disrespectful to her as well. So respect goes both ways, regardless. And yeah, you're right. There are there are hetero individuals who are just ridiculously rude and just evil to people in the LGBTQ community. And that that is horrible. I agree. So here's another thing about that. It's the same same thing on the reverse. So my issue is that we have this issue where nobody wants to be able to say your lifestyle isn't my lifestyle, but at the same time, you're still human. So I have nothing but respect for you because of that. It's just... I don't I don't like the idea that here's the thing. So then <laughs> along with that, it's like you're saying. So if you have a kid like I, I've talked to other people about this and they say, like, especially some of the coworkers, some of my coworkers, they're like, if I ever have a kid and he turns well, if they have kids and he turns out to be gay, like and then they said they're going to, you know, turn to violence to that. And I'm like, that's not. I, no, that's not the no. way to go about it. That's stupid. That's fucking dumb. Violence is I I oh because I'm saying like because and then like really you know bad. a lot of people say and then a lot of people say like if a gay like if a gay man ever come on to them like a lot of black men are like you know if a gay man ever come on to them they start turn to violence that that's fucking dumb. First of all, don't flatter yourself. Like I think a lot of black like I think a big part of toxic masculinity and masculinity to this point is like where you flatter yourself. You think you can get anybody and when that a certain type of people don't want like are coming on to you, you feel offended. You know what I mean? No, I mean, yeah, I think that, I think because that, that is a that is a serious issue. Yeah, because I'm like I feel like part of that is like if like dude. But that that, that 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 comes in with that pride situation, and not the. And I mean, this is right. one of those bad side of pride. This is what Jacob was talking about when he said pride is the devil, right? And, the, like and if what, you, what you're explaining you, is that that pride that you feel like you are so you got so much juice that you feel like a gay man is just going to come on to you and you don't like that. Right, I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Some of these guys flatter themselves. Like, most guys like. You really think like you really? I mean, I I'm all for self esteem and think highly of yourself, but me too. I mean, you you see you see the change in who I yeah and how I'm my like, confidence has grown, but I'm not cocky at the same time. Yeah, I'm not like, cocky I'm enough like, to say like I'm not I'm cocky enough to believe that you know if a, if a if a if a gay man ever like I told myself like if a gay if I ever find myself getting complimented by a gay man, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say thank you. That's gonna boost my confidence. What else you gonna say? Exactly. Like what now, if he asked me for a damn light, I'm sorry, bro. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Thing, but well, my case is different. My case is different. I was like, him, cool, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna let him on easy, but at the same time, I'm like, like if he gives me a compliment, I'm gonna like, yo, like my I'm probably gonna spend the rest, I'm probably gonna tell everybody I know say, hey, guess what? Guess what happened to me? Something good happened to me. You know what I mean? That'll make my whole day. I feel like that shouldn't just be a... I don't see why you can't compliment to do a period. That's what I'm saying. No homo. No, no, no. I shouldn't say no homo, but you get my my drip. Yeah, like, no. here, new new trend. Normalize giving men compliments. 
Which it, it should it should be normalized. Nope, I don't should be. care for the term normalized. But, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But no, I, I agree in this situation. I I agree because we we have this thing where we can't show love to men, and that's part of why, especially black men, and that's part of why we have this issue within our community that we have now. Yeah. Which I I you remember we was, I was talking about the uh the who I smoke video. Oh, it's deeper than who I smoke, bro. I don't know if I should send you the video. Don't you please. You might don't. get mad. I I don't want to. I don't yeah, like. Yeah. And you know me for a long time. What is one thing I don't like doing? Getting mad. Yes. Unless what? it's Jer- unless it's over Monday Night Raw, I will get furious at that. <laughs> but no, I, I I got mad, but then I got heartbroken at the same time because the fact that a lot of these individuals in these rival rivaling gangs were friends or are cousins. Yeah. So you're letting some foolish foolishness really deter you from family and showing love to people. And in all honesty, whether you're black, white, purple, green, you can be clear as far as concerned, we still need love. I don't I don't care if you're a polar bear. I love her I love polar bears. I'm They're dangerous, though. I love polar yeah. bears. They are dangerous. I've never seen a polar bear in my life, but I love polar bears. And I think that's really a lot of the issue that we have. I mean, if you go to the Bible, what is the strongest of all? What is the strongest thing you have? Love. There you go. It all comes back down to that. And so I saw Alex uh, made a post on... Uh, Was it faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Yeah. And it's Alex also one of the fruits uh, of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, justness, yeah. goodness, so faith, meekness, and temperance. So it, it was all over the place. And then Alex uh, put a uh, TikTok up. And, uh, it was a Christian. I guess, he, I, I guess he was Christian. They said, if you're not a Christian, he's going to... Make you meet Jesus, like uh, that's not of God. No, not okay. Can we also talk about that? All right, for all of you Christians who are like, like, <laughs> using Christianity to justify your it's and let's all right. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Be honest with yourselves, even though that's going to be very hard for you. It is not. You're using Christianity to justify your hatred. And borderline like bigotry towards people towards people in that community. Here's my thing. It, no, it's it's not even that's not even like slight, you know, disagreement. It's, it's one thing to disagree. Yes, no, you're right. But it's, when you take that disagreement and are beating it over somebody's head, yes. that's where it goes from yes, disagreeing with love to just flat out. Bigotry, and I, I I do need to say bigotry is the refusal, and I, I'm I'm paraphrasing to to respect someone's opinion. Yeah, I got and you. So, I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm pretty close on because I had to do a whole TikTok on it with with somebody in the community that was being All very right, bigotry bigoted. is obstinate or unreasonable attachment to a belief, opinion, or faction in particular. Prejudice against a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular group. Who? Uh, what's the uh, dictionary you're reading for that? Google. Google. 
It was another one that I saw. Um, oh, it's French. It, it looks French. The bigger the devil is uh, prejudice and the state of being intolerant. Intolerance. There, there's the word right there. So tolerance means that you can disagree with somebody, which I think that's something that we have to understand. We're humans. Yeah. Take this We're for not example. Meant to agree. Take this our for friendship, example. Our yes. over ten year friendship has been based on nothing but disagreements constantly. He's a Seahawks fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. We disagree more than we agree. He watches WWE. I would rather do better things with my time. But okay, he watches Monday Night Raw. I would rather do better things. We and say say in within our disagreements, we're still friends. Yeah. yeah, and that's where we are. That's where we're missing as individuals. Like I asked him to go die with me a couple of, earlier today. I mean, you're trying to die. I mean. I've already done I it. I just, I just want to try it because you said you try it. Are you it sure? What, 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 what? I mean, what, which one are we doing? Uh, the legs are deaf. Legs are deaf. The legs uh, are deaf. Have you done arms? Like you know, you I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to be in pain. Have you tried the arms one yet? No, I just, I just stumbled on the arms. All right, let's go arms then. For those who do not know what's going on, we're talking about dying. We're talking about uh, going working out. Uh, EC3 has uh, posted all his workouts and whatnot on his Instagram. And called uh, free the narrative. He calls it free the narrative, which is also a series of wrestling matches he's had with some uh, with some pretty pretty good stars. His match with Cardona is going to be on uh, fight. Yep, yep. His match with Moose is on YouTube already. So. Because he did it with Moose, he did it with Pero, he did it with Cardona. The dog? There was a couple, huh? The dog? No. He had a match with a dog? No, Pero. That's a it's a wrestler. Uh, I thought you said Pharaoh's like Cody's no, dog. P A R R O W. It's really okay. good, actually. I'm about to say Cody's dog is is in is in the business now. So yeah. Yo, shout out to the business. Yeah. Shout out to the businessman. You know who you are. Shout out also, to also um shout out to uh Sammy Callahan on his for his engagement to Jessica Havoc. Congratulations. Because I, I, I want I want to be able to laugh about the reason why I met him. Yeah. I I uh I, I almost I, had I, the chance I, to I, meet I, him. I, I met Billy afterwards. Uh, oh, I almost had the chance to meet Sammy Callahan, but you know, but I, but you, we remember Billy. So I mean, Billy was hilarious, man. He was. He was hilarious. Man, uh, man, oh, Chris. Speaking of Chris Bay, Chris Bay is going to fight Petey Williams next week. Ooh. And then the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega are going to fight Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Chris Sabin. Keep in mind, Moose and Chris Sabin are going to fight each other at Slam Anniversary. So yeah, hoof foot Billy match happened already. It was supposed to, but apparently Billy got it. Billy couldn't make it, and they had to reschedule it. Dang, I was I was anticipating that after what he did. To, uh, that was <laughs> still that's, oh, that's you my, menace. That is a moment of the year, easily because that a menace. That was menace. That was brilliant. I always knew that Billy was uh not good. 
I'm not gonna use his uh origin his first name when he first yeah. started wrestling because I know he wants no parts with that company. Yeah. yeah. So there's that, and then uh, um, new music, and then I, I think that's all I got. Oh, um, shout out to uh, Pandemic P as well. Oh, speaking of which, two free throws that would have gained him a three point lead. Shout out to Ben Simmons for being him, for being for being the most in the words of Chisel the Don is the most talented bum. <laughs> he saw that video. He didn't have to do that to that man. But it's at a point now where you you got to. I understand that he's not a shooter, but there were points in that game where he had open layups. And who's covering him? This dude is 6'10". A 6'10 one guard. And they were going against who? Trey Young? And he don't go ahead and body that boy. It looks like it's 18 to 17 in the first because it just started. What? And uh, CP's, uh, CP's back. Yeah. I think I think I think it's Suns and four. You think so? That's what everybody's saying. Or right, I'll say five. I'll say five. So far, the only one scored is Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and uh, Jay. Is it Jay? Yeah, Jay Crowder and uh, Aiden. Also, shout out to whoever made that black and blue that the black and blues on the trombone. Well, that's a trombone special. That was phenomenal. Uh, looking at new music for the uh for that's dropping tomorrow, the hustle still continues by Juicy J. Tyler the Creator is dropping. Call me if you get lost. BFB the Pat Man, and I I don't know who this guy is, but I'm listening to this album just because of the name of the album. Fat niggas lead up. Fat niggas lead up too. Uh, Currency's dropping something. Welcome to Jet Life Recordings 2. Uh, Doja Cat. We don't care. Nobody cares. Uh, let me see if I'm missing something. Because right now this list looks pretty mid. I mean, I'm looking I'm going to listen to this BFB to Pac-Man. And I'm waiting for these uh, XXL freestyles to come up. But right now they're just doing the ABCs. Bish. Ah, here we go. So, yes, the talented creator, uh, Call Me If You Get Lost, is an album. Logic's dropping an album. I thought he was retiring. I was thinking the same thing. So, the YS, I guess it's collab. Young Sinatra. Uh, Oh, Ski Mask. Since the mixtape. You like ski mask? You know me. I'm very picky. He got bars, bro. Division uh jumping song featuring Ty Dallason? Oh yeah, I'm listening to that. It has it's featuring Ty Dallason. If you know anything about featuring Ty Dallason, that means it's gonna slap. Kyle is dropping love me like you say. I like Kyle. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, these other guys, I don't know who that is. Tell Tyler, keep it. 
What's, what's up with this Tyler hate? But anything else for you? Uh, no, I got nothing. All right, me neither. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, peace, love, and pop tarts. We out of here. <laughs>